Hello, hello. This is Ty, Find Your Beast with Ty. Our guest today is Stephanie Milani again. Uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, how to get constructive feedback, but not only just feedback, just, just in life being able to listen effectively to each other. I think a lot of times we don't do very well at that. And I know sometimes our spouses or our family members are usually the ones that shut out most of the time. It's usually not people who we want to, I guess, impress per se, but a lot of times it's people who we actually need to listen to what they're saying because they're the closest people to us. And a lot of times they give us little hints. Uh, we're going to talk about some of those things today and get your intention correctly when you start that conversation in small conversations. It don't matter because a lot of people don't even know how to small talk very well. I heard that on some of the conversations before. Uh, from multiple videos. So, Stephanie, um, we're going to start off with uh, some feedback. Uh, chime in and uh, tell us what you think. Well, this is really great timing for this topic because I had just heard a friend say today, in the back of our minds are distractions and chatter that prevent us from truly hearing and listening to the ones who love us the most. And the people around us are try, trying to constantly give us feedback. And I'll just give a personal story example. My son the other day, I did not pay attention to something he said. And I know a lot of moms who get mom brain and are juggling so many things. We tune out kids a lot. I know I even have to tune out my spouse sometimes. But there's usually a lot of chatter and noise in the background. And finally, my son said, can you please just make one last stop when we went to the fair? and promised me this will be it. I said, oh, sure, sure. And then I got distracted, and then we did another stop. And he said later, you know, you really upset me because I asked you something. You said you would honor it, and then you didn't. And that really makes me mad, and it makes me not want to do things with you because I don't even feel heard or seen or listened to or respected when I have a request, even though you're telling me you're going to request or you're going to honor that request. And I realized, man your teachers are all around you. Obviously, in the people who are closest to you and you have the most interactions with, your spouses, your children, your coworkers. But how do we do this really thoughtfully? Because we all have that chatter and our personal filters. We're looking at things through and hearing things through that we just put on to other people without maybe really being present and honoring them. Well, Stephanie, I don't really feel as though it's a mom brain. I think it's just a people brain. Yeah. I think that a lot of times all of us get wrapped up. I mean, dads do it too. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's not moms. I don't want to focus on moms right. because moms, you, you guys are wonderful. All the multitasking y'all do trying to keep us on track. So guys do it just as well. We, we're just really good at it. We try to make it look smooth. Uh, we'll t zone out in our TV show or football game or whatever else. And then the kids are talking to us, and then the same thing happens. So I think a lot of times what we have to do is if we want to be prepared for that conversation, when someone's talking to you, you need to look at them and clear everything in front of you out the way. Mm -hmm. Be prepared to take notes, because I always feel as though that you're ready to take notes. Even on the phone, if you're going to pick up a phone call, you should have paper and pen ready to go. That means you're ready to take notes just in case uh, – Maybe something you should have made a note of mm -hmm. or maybe something you want to readdress because maybe you didn't have time at that mm -hmm. point in time. I think you should do the same thing even with your kids. I think you should have pen and paper because you want to make sure you're paying attention. Yeah. Turn off the TV. 
your phones nowadays. Mm -hmm. I mean, back in the days when my kids were younger, we didn't have all them phones and stuff. But now we have TV, phones, all these things, these gadgets that actually keeps us on track. Yeah. Uh, I like but, that because if you are setting the intention to take notes, you're already giving a signal to your brain that I am ready to pay attention to this person. Mm -hmm. And that is something that we're all craving, mm -hmm. but we're not really getting in actual quality. I totally agree. And that's a great point and a great segue to one of my other um, podcasts before that, you know, out there, the people who have been listening, uh, there's five things that people value. And if we can actually remember these, you're going to have a great team. I talk about these a lot. You know, people want to be valued. They want to be respected. If you heard uh, Stephanie and her, what her son said to her, mm -hmm. he wanted to be valued. He wanted to be respected. Uh, he wanted to be acknowledged. Uh, he actually wanted to be challenged that, hey, you're going to do what I told him to do and things like that. So these various things are things that most people want, and plus they want to be included. He wanted to be included in that piece, that portion of their travels. Yep. This, okay, I matter. Yeah. People want to be included. If They want to be heard, and if you hit those five, six things... That I, that I talk about all the time, in any teamwork, it, it's not a magical thing. It's a very easy thing. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many people go to bed every night, they actually say statistically, almost 90% go to bed and they're not valued. Mm -hmm. They don't even feel respected. Mm -hmm. So it's very easy to not feel respected and feel valued. And part of that feedback is actually take that and say, well, do I feel valued? Right. That's the question of the day. Do you feel valued? Yep. Because if you don't feel valued, you should give that feedback to whoever you feel as though they're not valuing you. But it starts with you. You know I was going to go to that. It starts with you first. Do you value you? And then you can give constructive feedback mm -hmm. to other people. That's usually the point. Yeah, and what I've appreciated about getting to know you, Tyrone, is I know you do have a really clear process for feedback. And, you know, you have to get clear on your own intention, what you're bringing to the table here, what it is you're trying to communicate and get across as your point. You set that intention right in the beginning of your interaction with the person. Set your expectations. So my son and I had a different set of expectations. There's obviously a lot of distractions at a fair, and everyone's going to be attracted towards a different thing. The follow-up and make a follow-up plan is also part of your step-by-step -step process. And I'm happy to report my son and I did do this. We sat, and just an example for your audience to see how this works in motion. We explained our, our sadness for this breakdown in communication with each other. I owned my part that I truly did say, yes, we would leave, and then we still made one more stop. But what I did in the follow-up plan, we had to talk about this. And I said, buddy, if we're going to a fun place and there's all kinds of things to do, let's acknowledge that we might both have distractions there and have a different plan in, a, in an open-ended scenario. This wasn't a meeting with a step-by-step -step agenda. This was this is very free-flowing togetherness time. But when I know those things upset him and he knows I want to enjoy breaks from my work and mom life, my daily routine, and we're in an environment like that, we made a new agreement whereby we would say, hey, I want to do this extra thing, and I know that that violates the plan we discussed earlier. 
but I'm going to give you a couple options right now. I'm not going to be back near this area soon or this fair, and it might not happen until next year, so here's what's going to happen. I need to make this one more step, and now you can make some other choices here. You don't have to participate in this at all. I can give you the keys to go back to the car. I can give you money to go find a shady spot and get a cool drink, but absolutely are you not under any obligation to have to do the things with me that you don't want to do. And this way we both get to respect our spirit and our code that we operate by and not make each other feel worse but allow each other the freedom to be. And that way it's a mutual respect, that plan that was set in place. Well, one question I have for you, Steph. I mean, mm -hmm. what was Wyatt's game plan to this? You talk about your game plan, mm -hmm. but what was his game plan? What was his... Did we find out his game plan? Did we ask him what he expected from you? He was saying all along, can we just go on these couple of rides and then just leave. I don't want to stop and talk to people you might run into. I don't want to, which is difficult for a very Sound social, like like chatty person <laughs> like me. That's exactly it. And he focuses, he's got a goal. He focuses on it. He gets it done. He's done. He goes. He's done. And I am very I analytical. Like, yes. I like to leave things very free flowing and open-ended, especially in a socialized setting. And he, he does know this about me and I do know about him. He likes to stick to a plan. But, of course, there were many, many distractions and many people to stop and talk to and people mm -hmm. I ran into and mm -hmm. um, also things I was just curious about and wanted to get more information or information tents and things in this type of a setting. And I thought, buddy, I just want to grab this. I'm, I'm only here right now. I kind of have to take advantage of this right now. But what I failed to do was once I was deviating from the plan, he said, can we please not do this? And I kind of just did it anyway and dragged the kids along. Instead, I should have said, as I said earlier, you know what? I am about to break from the agreement, but you get to go do your own thing and you don't have to participate in this. Please go back to the car, put on the air, wait for me, chill out, but you are under no obligation at all to have to go do all this stuff with me. But some of the, but in his mind, as a, you know, it's kind of like when you have employees also, this yes. also applies. Yep. Uh, he, do you feel as though that since the agreement at the beginning you know, like some of the foreign agreements, you know, be impeccable yeah. to your right, word. Right. So did you feel yeah. as though he did he feel as though the trust was broken? A bit. A bit, yeah. And okay. um, So how do we rebuild the recover. trust? Recover. Exactly. And part of that rebuilding plan was the follow up plan. We absolutely had to, just like you'd have a debrief of a, a mission in your military background. Mm -hmm. We had to sit there and say, Hey, let's look at what went well today and what did not. And what went wrong specifically for you when you got really upset with me when I deviated from the plan? What would be a, a better way that you would approve of that we could do that in the future? Because life will also have some unexpected twists and things come up. So how do we prepare and plan for those better? Is there some way... But was why it, uh, was... Was your son in agreement with that? Totally. Fully. He okay. wants to be communicated with consistently. Okay. And if there is a change to the plan, to have it communicated and then give him an option. Hmm. instead of Because nobody likes to feel bulldozed nope. and they're totally going for no. the ride on another person's agenda. That's and correct. They're never being honored or hurt and they're not getting the fun they want out of the same experience. So I, I do know about myself for sure that I do have a tendency to tune my kids out and, you know, that happens when they're really tiny and they don't maybe know better for themselves. And you, you have to just tune out the tantrums and, 
and get them, you know, you have to clean their poopy diaper anyway. They might not like it, but you're going to do it. And but then why switching do you, gears into But why adult, do you think people yeah. do this? Why do you think they tune out their kids, but they love their kids? Oh. Why, why would you tune out someone close to you? Man, that's a million-dollar question. And I think we take for granted the fact that they love us and oh, they care about us. Oh, the take-it-for-granted yeah. thing. Ooh, that's yeah. a bad one. I think it's really taken for granted. You know what? They they know me. They're just going to go along with this. And yeah. it's not going to really do that much harm or damage. But Whereas people we don't know, yeah. we would follow the game plan. See, yeah. we have to be careful of that sometimes. And I always remind people, you know, the people that's close to you, I mean, I, all of us do it. I probably do it with my wife sometimes. I change up the game plan. <laughs> and she's like, no, this is the game plan, buddy. <laughs> and I'm notorious for that, too. So don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm on the same page. Yeah. But I regress back and say, you tell me what we're supposed to be doing <laughs> when we're going out on this outing. Right. Because I want to make sure that all of us are on the same page because I've learned, mm-hmm. you know, even from supervising so many different people, mm-hmm. that, hey, I need to you know, circle back and find out what is actually up yeah. with these different outings and settings. Yeah. So you, you got to take, you got to step back and self-reflect mm-hmm. and say, hey, did I take them for granted? If I took them for granted, I need to apologize for what I did. Own it. Own it. Yep. But this is, now I need to hear what they have to say. Not the game plan of my own, because if it's the game plan of Tyrone, it's going to be kind of, you know, whatever. Right. It's going to be a hot mess sometimes, especially when I'm off. I tend to do better at work versus home, mm-hmm. you know, because then I just do whatever whenever. I tell people, you got to be careful of that, because what happens is a lot of times we tend not to commit sometimes to ourselves. Mm-hmm. The things we said we was going to do yeah. today well, I'll put that off. That's okay. But if I had to do it for someone else, I yep. would be there this, this, that time, whatever time it was. Right. And I think of, a critical bridge we were making to repair that was we made sure we weren't in the situation with the distractions when we, you know, to fight about it or have a heated discussion or whatever. We waited until we were both home. We had calmed down, cooled down literally. It was a very hot day. So that was just making everybody agitated. And we waited until the setting was really clear of the distractions that created the problems. Uh, We made sure it was just us one-on-one and that he knew for sure I was focused, totally focused on hearing him and honoring him and saying, buddy, will you just give me another chance to put this plan into motion and I'm going to pay attention. And maybe you even come up with a code word or a signal or maybe even when my kids were little, I'd... I wouldn't want them interrupting me on the phone or in the middle of an important discussion. And I'd have them pull on my elbow or pinch my arm or do something that was a signal that I know, you know what, I need to snap out of it. They need me too right now. i got to honor it. So coming up with a non-explosive way of dealing with it where it automatically goes into a fight and you didn't hear me and I didn't feel respected or seen or heard or honored, if we come up with a way that we're really just saying, hey, um, in the future... Here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to give your hand a squeeze or something, and you'll know I'm starting to get a little agitated so that we're not, you know, causing a scene. Well, that's a good point because I think you should have those code words. And I remember uh, probably Oprah or something like that. We have it in our household. We have a code black. Hmm. You know, it might be, you know, man, it, it looks like it's so dark outside. And you look outside, you're like, is. It's a lot of light, so you know that's a cold black. 
a cold black is bad. So I tell people I haven't had a cold black in many years. So the cold black is ours. You know, we see a cold black. That means it don't regress beyond the cold blue. You know, like most people, you know, you have a cold blue in the hospital. So I like using the codes. Well, you know... Oh, it looks so dark outside. Yeah, uh-oh. I better like, pay attention and now. And I'm like, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. So, uh, so I think a lot of times, you know, you have to have those communication little lines where people don't know your little code words. Right. Um, like Stephanie saying, squeeze the hand. I don't know if squeeze the hand will do it for me. I like the cold black because then I know from working in the hospital that's bad. That's Whatever is, that's black. part of your debrief that's and right. creating a new follow-up right. plan for success in the future. I because like it. We are creatures of habit, mm-hmm. and we absolutely always fall back into default mode in so many areas of our life. And so to order to be snapped out of that, you have to take, like, it's like taking an old LP vinyl record and you're scratching the grooves, mm-hmm. because those are well-worn grooves of habits and behaviors from our lifetimes. So what you're doing when you're creating this new thing is you're creating a new groove and a new agreement and new way of being where you're going to know for sure, oh, that's my code word, that's my code touch, I need to pay attention here because this is already a signal this person's giving me that it's about to get bad if we don't address this now and, and you don't get more conscious about your behavior. Well, that's a good point. And I think, uh, you know, as we summarize everything here and uh, just remember, we want to build action plans before you leave here. Practice all these things with your kids because as you do these with your kids, if with your employees, if you have employees or if you work by yourself at home, uh, these are things that you could do with yourself or even when you're working with clients or whatever you do out there, you have to have an action plan. What action plan works for me so that I can pay attention doing the feedback? Because remember, feedback is a two-way street. It's not just a one-way street here. Because even a person giving you the feedback, there's things that maybe you need to uh, give them uh, positive criticism back also. I believe in positive criticism. Even people that or naysayers or pick at you or whatever, remember that criticism is maybe something that maybe you could work on. It's okay to have a hot mess. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, you know, guys know that. I talk about the hot mess moments. It's okay. I learn from my hot messes. It's really not a hot mess when I learned from them right. and I gotten better. They're instructional. And the last thing I just want to say about feedback and the process of communication is that we all need to take greater responsibility for it. And responsibility is really just defined as the ability to respond. And we just don't seem to remember to respond respond appropriately to the people closest to us. All right. Uh, That's a great uh, episode. And uh, remember, as we look at feedback, remember look at feedback as a positive thing Mm -hmm. of learning about yourself and how to self-reflect. There's only 3% out there that self-reflect in our society today. So we can do better. So it's okay that they gave you the constructive feedback. Mm-hmm. You're going to only get better. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Find Your Beast with Ty. Uh, guest uh, host on here, uh, Stephanie Milani. Thank you for uh, listening and sharing. Uh, Steph, you have anything to take out for us? Just have a great day. All right. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks.